everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 134. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Hi, and a happy St. Patrick's Day to ya. Yeah, we're recording on St. Patrick's Day. Hi, indeed we are. Shalali, tolula, haila, hula, 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 There you go. There you go. I'm an yeah. elementary school teacher, so St. Patrick's Day is a big deal at the school, apparently. You gotta wear green or you'll get pinched. Or you'll get pinched. Me hearties. <laughs> uh, you're oh. a pirate now. I don't think the Irish really say me hearties. <laughs> Yo-ho. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the bottom me. <laughs> me hearties. Hi, caramba. St. Patrick's Day is a pretty big deal, even if you're not in school, uh, especially yeah. if you're not in school, because then you can drink. That's true. It's a big drinking holiday. So there you go. Are you going to uh, you going to go uh, get wasted tonight? I might already be wasted. Mm. <laughs> Perfect time to talk about toys. Yeah. That buzz going on. No, I am not planning. I do not have any uh, St. Patrick's Day plans. Well, it's a work night. Yeah. You know, and it's a school night for me, which is also a work night, but, you know, what are you going to do, man? Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, anything going on? Anything fun? Not much. No not fun? Much. You're not having any fun? No fun for me, dude. <laughs> no fun allowed. No fun for me today. Nope. I am just uh, sitting and I just got home from work not too long ago. You know, we still have a week to go before spring break. Mm, that's something you know, to look forward to. It is something to look forward to. GDC's been going on all week here in San Francisco. So tomorrow evening, I'm going to be going into the city to have dinner with a few friends uh uh if anyone listens to my other podcast uh player 1 I'm going to be meeting up with CJ Chris Johnston have some dinner with him and uh our pal Ethan Einhorn who was uh, just a guest on the show and I don't know if there are other people showing up or not who knows there might be hmm. I am unfortunately uh uh there is a uh, Ziff Davis reunion party going on tonight, on this Thursday night, in the city, where you know, a bunch of people who used to work at Ziff Davis magazines and websites are, are meeting up uh, for a little gathering. And unfortunately, I am unable to make it because they, uh, it's not starting till like 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> And if you are in town for GDC or working at uh, some video game website covering GDC and no one will really care if you show up at 10 o'clock in the morning for work, starting your party at 9 is not that big of a deal. But uh, when you have to be at school at 8 in the morning, it's... Uh, you can't really go out partying that late on a on a weeknight. Yeah. So I have to miss that, unfortunately, but... Oh, well, at least you'll get to see CJ. And... Exactly. Yes. So that'll be fun. Yeah, sounds cool. Although I was complaining to you uh, before we started the show is that uh, I'm very excited about Pokken Tournament comes out for the Wii U tomorrow. 
and my copy is going to be arriving uh, while I'm at work, but I'm not going to be able to play it until after my uh, dinner with CJ, <laughs> which, you know, it's like CJ's my friend and all, but there's a new game that I want to play. I'm so. sure he wants to play it, too. Oh, I'm sure he does. But, you know, he has the excuse that he's he's on the other side of the, the country from his home. He lives in Atlanta. So his copy is in his, well, his Wii U, for crying out loud, is, is you know, several states away so so he wouldn't be able to play it till probably uh monday anyway whereas my copy will be sitting tantalizingly just a couple miles away and it's like come on man (laughs) want to just move this party back to my place and we can we can we can play a game but uh yeah somebody sitting there all all during dinner just twitching (laughs) <laughs> complaining how I would rather be playing a game than, than hanging out with him. Uh, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I could be having my Pikachu punch Charizard. I'm uh, looking forward to Daredevil Season 2 starting. Oh, out. yeah, that starts tomorrow too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to binge watch it, as they say? Uh, probably. Over the uh, weekend? Yeah, the first season I pretty much watched it in one day. Oh, jeez. So, well, I'm, hoping I can, I'm hoping I could do the same this time. Are you going to Netflix and chill? That, yes, exactly. Is that, is that what the kids say? <laughs> when you sit down and watch a show mm-hmm. all weekend, you're just, you just Netflix and chill, I believe that's what it is? That's what it means. Okay. Well, I look forward to uh, hearing your report. All right. Yes. Shall I? Shall I? You want to talk about some toys? Yeah. Uh, let's start with this. First up, uh, BotCon 2016. <gasps> the final. Yeah, the final yeah. BotCon uh, from the robot convention. Uh, all about Transformers. Uh, they, the Fun Pub mm-hmm. has revealed its free attendee figure. Free as in you paid for the package. So. Right, right. <laughs> your, your free $200 figure. Yeah. Or whatever it costs to do this stupid thing. Uh, so yeah, the people who attending, who are attending, uh, BotCon and bought a Primus package, which is the toy package. Or the golden ticket, which is ah. the crazy VIP uh, ticket, mm-hmm. um, we'll be getting a Beast Wars Terror Soar ah. out of the Combiner Wars Air Raid mold. Oh, ah, okay. There's a new head. Yeah. Looks more Terror Soar-ish. Actually, the new head looks pretty darn nice. Yeah. I have to have to admit, the new head looks good. Um, they're really into red toys this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you know, I didn't even think about it. Uh, I was just thinking, oh, you know, it's a pterosaur. That's pretty cool. But a uh, pterosaur is red. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, the whole box set is just a big glob of red, and now here's another one. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of a bummer. Which you can use as a combiner limb, since of it's course. a combiner wars toy. Yeah, well, so you, what what is it? The the box set has, what, five figures in it? Mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, three of which are red. Yes. Including the one Voyager in the set. Mm-hmm. So you get one big Voyager, red, and then two smaller red deluxes. And then uh, who else? You get Ravage, who's black, of course, and then Tarantulas. The tar- tarantulas, who's kind of purple. Yep. So, okay, well, now you can get rid of Ravage and have another red limb. <laughs> And hopefully in the souvenir sets, there's another red one. (laughs) But what do you think of this, though? Excluding the fact that there's way too much red in this year's BotCon set. I actually do want this toy. Um, He's cool looking, right? Yeah. I like Pterosaur. Uh, I like Pterosaur's character in the show. Yeah. Sure. I'd like an updated Pterosaur. Yeah. I mean, the, the head looks really great. I have to say, I mean, Fun Pub, the the prototype head that you look at isn't necessarily always as nice as the one on the actual toy but just giving them the benefit of the doubt that's a nice looking head he's got a nice kind of evil smirk on his face which is pretty uh in character mm-hmm. and uh yeah in in jet mode well, because of course he, he's in an, an aerial bot repaint so he turns into a jet uh obviously terror sore turned into a pterodactyl uh, back in the Beast Wars, uh, but they—he has a, a painted beak. They—they they turn the plane's nose nose cone into a beak. He's got kind of like a sneer. Not that beaks can sneer, but you know, <laughs> you can see like the little fangs and stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of cute. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it actually really works really well. So now this is this is the attendee mm-hmm. figure. So yeah, the only way. To get this toy is to actually be at the show. Uh, this is not it's sold in any of the separate sets, and they won't be selling it on the website. And even if you are get the non-attendee toy package, you you can't get this one. You actually have to be at the show physically to pick it up yourself. Right. So, are you going to uh, spring for secondary market on this? Yeah, probably. Cool. Uh, yeah, I used to do that all the time because I, the only botcons I ever went to were the ones in Pasadena. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, I wonder how much, uh, now, now when you do this, are you going to go through a, like a, a website, you know, like Big Bad Toy Store, or are you going to try and buy it off of just like a, like eBay or even, uh, I know if you go to like some of the Transformer fan sites, they will have people in their forums selling their figures uh usually i go off ebay uh, okay. i find them to be more reasonable than uh let's say big bad toy store or tf source right okay uh but if i can i'll put in a pre-order at big bad just to have it mm, just yeah to be safe right okay that's cool yeah i might uh i might do the same actually with this i might uh i might pick this one up yeah I, I, I do like him Sterosaur. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool figure. Uh, moving on uh, from Hot Toys, um, they have a new figure from the Captain America Civil War movie. Oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. <laughs> You've already seen that movie? Not to spoil it for you, but the North wins. Wow, crazy. Yep. Uh, so Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawk the hawk guy. The hawk, the hawk guy. Yeah. You know, Hawkeye, the hawk guy. Hawk guy, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This figure looks uh, pretty good. It's got a pretty yeah. good head sculpt. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like uh, Jeremy Renner. 
Yeah, it's got a lot of great accessories. Uh, but I wanted to talk about one accessory in particular. <gasps> I know exactly what you were going to say. I know exactly what you were talking about. His sunglasses. Yep. He has a pair of sunglasses that you can take off of his head. You can put them on his head. They cover his eyes. They make him look cool. You can pretend that he has a future that is so bright that he needs to wear these. Uh, you can s- pretend he's saying a pun and then put the sunglasses on. Oh, and I do. Yeah! Like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can, if you have another pair of toy glasses... You can put those on him first and then put the sunglasses on over them and he could dramatically take off his sunglasses and he would still have glasses on. And that's, uh, that's a funny joke. Uh, you, know? you could have the sunglasses floating down from space and then going uh, on, on exactly. his eyes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe he wants, uh, maybe he wants Captain America to deal with something. Exactly. And that's the perfect way to sort of punctuate that, that message. So there's, there's all sorts lot, of things. A lot you could do with these sunglasses. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> Too bad he didn't come with any other interesting accessories. Yeah, it's a surreal shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the one I want to talk about is oh. Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man? Ant-Man. But you silly goose, this is a Hawkeye figure. Why would Ant-Man be included with this? Because Ant-Man is riding on one of Hawkeye's... Uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> I keep saying Hawkeye now. <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> That's a great comic, by the way. Uh, uh, Ant-Man's writing on one of his arrows. Yes! Just like in the trailer. Yeah. That's awesome. I really like that. That is a cool little accessory. The tiny little arrowhead with tiny little Ant-Man perched on it, ready for action. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I really like when uh, Hot Toys puts all these... Put these little details in. It's, yeah. It's a nice touch. Yes. Uh, considering you're spending over 200 bucks to get this figure, you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Might as well go uh, all out with it. Uh, so, yeah, Hawkeye will be releasing in Q3 or Q4 of this year. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the last thing, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot to talk about because, you know, there's not a lot to toy news going on right now. Um, last thing is Lego has Mm -hmm. gone through their ideas submissions and they've, uh, done another review of, uh, 2015 stuff. Ah, yes. And, uh, there's two projects that are going to be made into actual sets. Now these are, these are definitely going to be made into sets. Yes, they are. Before we get into what got approved. Let's talk about what got uh, what what got poo pooed. Uh, well, let's see here. We have uh, a model of Lothlorien from uh, Lord of the Rings. So no Lothlorien. There was a uh, model of the Little Prince, the famous children's book, uh, which uh, is is not uh, uh, not going through. Another uh, another Lord of the Rings set, uh, Rivendell. Uh, which looked to be a very huge model. Uh, let's see, a brick-built Indominus Rex from Jurassic World. No go. Uh, Lego does not seem to like brick-built dinosaurs. No, they do not. It seems like just about every round of these, there is some very impressive-looking brick-built dinosaur. That looks fantastic, but for some reason, uh, Lego keeps shooting them down. 
so I don't know why. Uh, a modular library set uh, got turned down. Uh, something called Lego Physics, which looked to be kind of like a, almost like a little science lab kind of roller coastery thing, like domino set or something. I don't know, but you know, not not so much a, a, a set, but but sort of a brick built uh, uh, look into physics and stuff like that, which probably would have been cool. But I guess I can see why they wouldn't. Uh, produce that. Uh, and then uh, I was a little bummed this didn't get uh, approved. A uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, a giant uh, brick built Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, which is actually built by the same dude who uh, built the uh, the previous Lego Ideas uh, Ghostbusters Ecto 1. Hmm. So that got uh, that got denied for whatever reason. I feel like Lego doesn't like to do big sets. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm wondering. Uh, there's, it's probably too much of a gamble for them. Yeah. So, so what? Uh, what's made it through then? Uh, first up is the Caterham Super Seven. It's a mm-hmm. British sports car. Okay, looks pretty cool in the fan model. Uh, yes, it does. So I'm hoping that the Lego one looks equally, or if oh, not yeah. cooler. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking for that. I like the Lego cars; they make nice models. Yeah, that's true. And you have a uh, you have a couple of those, don't you? Yep. Did I you got, get the? Which I got the Ferrari. You? Uh, you got the? Did you? Have you? Did you talk about the getting the Ferrari? Yep. Okay, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I got the Ferrari F40, and I yeah. have the Mini Cooper. That's right. Did you get the uh, Volkswagen van? I did not. I okay. should get that. I've heard really good things about it. Okay. That's pretty cool. I want to get the. Uh, I mean, I I I I like the big Lego vehicles. I don't I don't really get them just because I'm not enough of a car person mm-hmm. that I get that excited about them. But I do want to get the Ferrari just because of Outrun. Yeah, just because of the Sega Outrun game, which I'm a big fan of. So, yeah, but you'll you'll get this one then. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Nice. Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm all in on ideas cool uh and the second uh one that got approved uh Mm -hmm. should be uh one that you'll enjoy yes indeed uh brick built adventure time yeah yeah i'll get those i remember when this one was in the voting stage (laughs) yep and we both agreed that it looked really cool yes it does uh, yeah, instead of going with the typical minifigures with a playset, it's uh-huh. actual Adventure Time characters, but made of bricks. Yeah, and it looks really cool. And it's the aesthetic really works for Adventure Time, actually. Mm-hmm. So I am, yeah, pretty, uh, you know, the, the fan-built one looks great, and I'm really curious to see... Uh, how they improve on this with the final one. But yeah, it looks, uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I will definitely pick these up. Yeah. I saw a lot of people disappointed that it wasn't uh minifigures. Um, but mm. I don't know. I mean, I guess I can see that because just to have the uniformity and the novelty of having Finn and Jake running around with Hulk and Deadpool and, you know, it, inhabiting your, your modular city and stuff like that. I can see that, but, uh, 
I don't know. I think, uh, like I said, the the blocky brick built built aesthetic works really well for the Adventure Time characters. So, yeah, and I'm I'm thinking since they went to the, all the trouble to get the license to mm-hmm. do this, they're going to do a lot more Adventure Time stuff. Actually, would not surprise me. So, yeah, seeing Adventure Time minifigs down the road is probably not out of the question. Mm-hmm. Heck, aren't there rumors that they that Adventure Time might show up in uh, Lego Dimensions? I had not heard that, but I I seem to remember uh, what was a while ago. There was a leak somewhere about uh, some. I, I don't know if it was through a retailer or what, but there was a leak where uh, they had discovered some like kind of in, initialized codes in regards to Lego dimensions. And it was sort of like perhaps hinting at other sets that would show up in future updates or in a sequel. Maybe uh, I, I remember one of them was actually just Mr. T hmm. of all things. Uh, I know one of them was GB, which people were taking to, uh, stand for Ghostbusters, as though there might be some more Ghostbuster sets for it in the future. Or Giant Bomb. Or Giant Bomb. Maybe there will be yeah, some Yeah, there will be a Jeff Gersman. Uh, <laughs> and uh, one of them was AT, which, again, people were assuming uh, stood for Adventure Time. Or All-Terrain. Uh, which could also be the case. Lego Ideas. Lego Ideas still, uh, still picking some great stuff. Yes. There's a lot of great stuff out there on the Ideas site. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Every so oh. often, I'll go on there and start voting on stuff. Here we go. I just found it. This uh, this happened back in October of last year. Uh, I'm reading off Eurogamer.net. Team of LEGO enthusiasts are uncovering hints to unannounced LEGO Dimension sets via a coding quirk of LEGO.com. Uh, changing the URL of lego.com's product pages can identify upcoming characters, pop in their initials, and if correct, you'll get a URL with the unannounced set product number. Uh, other ones people were referring to, uh, they found initials, uh, for HP, which people were taking to mean Harry Potter. Or Hewlett Packard. Or Hewlett Packard. Seems more likely. Uh, FB. Facebook. Which Facebook, obviously, uh, people are taking that to be uh, Fantastic Beasts, mm. which is, of course, another Harry Potter uh, spinoff. AT, which is, of course, Adventure Time, possibly. Uh, Mr. T, um, which is the only one with three letters in it, which people are taking to mean Mr. T, obviously. Mr. But time. Perhaps, uh, perhaps even an A team, uh, thing. Uh, there was something else. Uh, there was MI. Mission Impossible. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the guesses, which I, you know, th- no. No, it's not going to be Mission no, Impossible. It's not Mission Impossible. Uh, the, the two guesses people are like Mission Impossible or Monkey Island? Mobile but, Infantry. Uh, mobile. <laughs> now that seems likely. <laughs> uh, Starship and, Troopers is happening. And KR. Hmm. Which people are thinking maybe Knight Rider. <laughs> Which, I mean, if they're doing an A team, maybe they're doing. <laughs> I would take it. I I would too. So who knows? But it, and and you know this may be nothing. 
But uh but yeah, there you go. Uh let's see, they uh Lego has also uh in this whole uh with the ideas uh wave bringing us the the new ones. Uh they've also uh talked about the sets that are currently under review for the next batch. Uh, which the results coming uh, later this spring. Uh, what do we have here? We have uh, the Jurassic Park Explorer, which is the green and red uh, uh, Jurassic Park uh, vehicle. I hope that happens. That would be really cool. I really like that vehicle. Yeah, so do I. Uh, let's see. The uh, Nautilus from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That would also the, uh, be a cool yeah. set. Really cool looking uh, sub. Uh, let's see here. Another vehicle model for you. The Toyota Land Cruiser 40 series. Drink some 40s and build that. Yep. <laughs> Which, you know, again, I know nothing about vehicles. So this is like, I mean, I know it's not a Jeep, but I mean, it, you might as well just, yeah, it's a Jeep. Okay. Come on. It's a Land Cruiser. It's a Land. So it's the, from the 40 series. That's right. From the 40 series. Uh, no less. Uh, let's see here. We have, uh, the, uh, Beatles Yellow Submarine. That'll be interesting if they can get that license. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, uh, what is it? Connects, of all people. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, uh, they have the, uh, I mean, I don't know if they still have it, but they certainly did, uh, not too long ago have, uh, have uh the the yellow submarine license they there was a connects uh well it connects yellow submarine yeah i, f- I forgot they, about that yeah so i don't know maybe they don't have the license anymore or what but uh who knows if if that's actually good i mean i i hope it does because having a lego uh yellow submarine would be awesome as well as having the the beatles minifigures mm-hmm. but uh who knows we'll see uh, the HMS Beagle. It looks really cool. It's way too big. Yes, it is. It's not uh, going to happen. This is, of course, uh, the ship that Snoopy uses to fight the Red Baron. <laughs> no, that's a, it was a Charles Darwin ship, right? Uh, yes. Didn't, didn't Darwin, isn't that what he used, uh, sailing around the Galapagos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very large, uh, sailing ship. Certainly too large, like you said, to, to realistically be a, uh, ideas set. Uh, looks like they also ha- have it coming with a couple little vignettes of, uh, Darwin exploring the Galapagos and, and all that. Um, the Apollo 11 Saturn V rocket. I really want that to happen. That would be cool too. Definitely would be awesome. Uh, let's see. The, uh, Concorde. The uh, the Concord Jet. Yeah, it's a really neat set, but again, I think it's too big. Yeah, probably too big. Uh, let's see. National Park Service Centennial Vignettes. Apparently, the National Park Services has been around in, for 100 years now. Hmm. I guess started in 1916. I guess. Sure. I mean, I'm just going off... Uh, uh, what the what the thing says here, but uh, you know what? I'm going to look it up. Yep. Oh, there we go. National Park Service, agency of the United States federal government that manages all U.S. national parks, formed August 25th, 1916. 
National Park Services is 100 years old now, so what better way to commemorate that than with a bunch of little vignettes? Yeah, that uh, seems some. It seems likely that they might do something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because they've done vignettes in the past. That's true. It's um, You know what, though? The one thing that uh, makes me think that maybe they won't do that is that this is very... Yeah, it's U- very, yes, it's very USA centric, right? You know, uh, the the you know they formerly had the vignettes of the uh, the science, uh, the the well the scientists set with all the the female scientists, the little vignettes of them doing different things, but that was that was pretty much a, a universal right. idea. Uh, the National Park Services is very much a, a U.S. thing, and I can't imagine anyone else in the world caring oh i mean they're not going to do it but i was saying in terms of scope of the sets right it's more realistic than yeah that's true like the hms beagle or something yeah yeah uh speaking of sets that are probably too big to happen the final one is the victorian london christmas Mm -hmm. which at least here uh looks to be just like a couple very large buildings forming a little city street scene. Uh, looks awesome. Looks awesome. Looks uh, way too big to actually happen. Right. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, of these, I really want the Apollo 11 Saturn V. Yep. And I really want the Jurassic Park Explorer. Yep. I will... Agree with both of those, and I am also going to throw in uh, the Yellow Submarine, just because I really like uh, the Yellow Submarine movie. And uh, but it's, uh, you know, again, that that might be a licensing nightmare. Mm-hmm. I will say the little Victorian Christmas scene looks really cool. Yeah, well, yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, if uh, if you know, go uh, if you go to Lego, well, ideas uh, right there on the the main page, they have a, a section of projects in review, and you can get a good look at all of these sets that we just mentioned. Uh, go take a look. Go take a look at that Victorian London Christmas. Uh, they have a bunch of really nice close-up pictures of it, and it's a beautiful set. Just gorgeous. But it's it looks basically like two modular sets stuck together mm-hmm. with the amount of detail. So it's, it's way too big to happen, but it's really nice looking though. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if you saw this, Justin, uh, on the, on the, uh, ideas Lego site. Uh, one of the, it's currently popular this week and it's actually, uh, uh, knocking on, uh, 8,500, uh, uh, supporters. So it's actually kind of getting towards the, the 10,000, but there's a rolling BB eight model that you should take a look at. And it's actually pretty clever. Um, do you remember a couple years ago, there was a series of small star Wars sets with planet themes. Mm-hmm. You know, you did, uh, you'd get like a little, model of Tatooine and then a a little uh, mini vehicle and a minifigure. Right. And it formed kind of like a nice little display of, oh, here's a 
person in a vehicle, and here's the planet that they live on. And the uh, the planets were these little hollow spheres that you could split in half. And, you know, they, they, they had Lego studs on them. Uh, someone has used one of those little the, the, the planets to create a uh, little BB-8 model with the planet acting as BB-8's body and a brick-built head. And inside the planet uh, sphere, there's a little base system with uh, magnets and counterweights. And the little BB-8 head uh, perches on top of the closed sphere. And the little BB-8 head has tiny little, uh, like the little rollers. I think they're like the little skateboard wheels. Mm-hmm. And magnets to keep it attached to the body. And you can actually roll the toy around and the head stays upright. And uh, they even have a little uh, display stand that they built. And there's a little crank on the display stand with some gears. So you can set your little BB-8 model on top of the display stand and turn a little crank. And it will make BB-8 spin, uh, even though he's staying in one place. But it is actually, it's a, I mean, it's a tiny little model, but it's super cool looking. And it works really well. Yeah. And they have a, uh, there's a video on there, just that links to like a YouTube page. You can actually watch the thing in motion and see how it works. And it's, it's actually really cool looking. <laughs> so I, uh, I threw my support behind it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, when you get a chance, uh, watch, go, go check that out. Watch the video mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, throw your support behind it. Cause like I said, it's actually getting pretty close to it. Yeah. Currently it's, uh, yeah, like you said, almost 8,500, there's 704 days left. Yeah. So something tells me that, uh, it will reach the 10,000 supporters sometime in the next two years, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it's a very clever little build and a kind of smart use of sort of a, a yeah odd Lego piece being the the hollow planet shells, mm-hmm. and it's it seems like something that could very likely be built. Yeah, it could very likely be a set. I like how the uh, person who did this, M J Smiley, mm-hmm. um, has you know various slides and. Being sure to point out only uses Lego parts in this set. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, by, if you just watch the video, you might think, oh, there's something else going on in there that uh, that that is keeping this thing balanced or whatever. But, no, it's, it's 100% Lego pieces, and, yeah, looks really cool. And it, it probably would not be a terribly expensive set, and, obviously, the Star Wars license... Uh, Makes it very easy for Lego to actually do this if they want to. So yeah, BB-8 is kind of popular. Yes, indeed. There you go. Cool. Our, our big Lego ideas talk. <laughs> um, the maze comes out soon, by the way. I know. Mm, gotta get it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, let's talk about stuff we got. Mm-hmm. Um. We're going to take a little break from the Lego stuff, and I'm going to talk about something I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Because I know you have a lot of Lego stuff to I talk have some about. Lego, I have Lego stuff to talk about. Uh, so I've been buying a lot of Star Trek toys, the Playmates line um, from the 90s. I've been in particular buying uh, Star Trek Voyager toys. Hmm. Um, I don't really know why. I didn't <laughs> like that show that much. <laughs> but I'm on this path to get a full set of yeah. the main cast of voyager nice uh one uh character that i was having a lot of trouble finding was uh seven of nine hmm. uh the non-borgified version it's very easy to get the borg version of seven of nine uh but just to wait, get a, what? a regular seven of nine is pretty difficult no wait is now say i i never watched voyager but she's a she's a it's like her whole thing is that she's a borg she She's a Borg, and that they made human. They okay. took all the Borg stuff off of her. Yeah, but she still had a couple little bits stuck to her, right? Yeah, but she's not... Yeah, she's not, like, full-on... She's on... not full-on Borg, is what right. I mean. Right. So I'm looking for the toy that's not full-on Borg. Okay, but, I mean... Wouldn't wouldn't that be kind of, like, the default figure, though? That's very hard to find. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just, just because she's such a popular character? I guess so. Hmm. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's just been something. Uh, it's very expensive if you want to get just the regular default 7 of 9. Huh, so okay. it, it turned out that the cheaper option was to get the Toy Fair Magazine exclusive version huh. of 7 of 9, where she has a different outfit. Uh, usually the retail version, she has a silver outfit, and then the um, Toy Fair exclusive, it's kind of a maroon outfit. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I just I ordered, I found a place that was selling it pretty cheap uh, comparatively, uh, and uh, yeah, I got the Toy Fair exclusive, a uh, sealed mint in box mm. uh, Toy Fair magazine exclusive uh, seven of nine. Nice. So I'm one step closer. Uh, Janeway, Captain Janeway, also very expensive right now. Yeah. So I got to keep an eye out to find uh, that figure. Okay. Uh, everyone else uh, is really cheap. I'll, I don't think I spent more than like three bucks for a Voyager oh, figure. Nice. A, a mint on card Voyager figure. Okay. Uh, except for Seven Nine and Janeway. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh... I just popped over on eBay right now. So it's like, uh, there's a seven of nine where she's in like, a like some sort of weird, like black and yellow or gold outfit, which, uh, what do they call her warp factor series? I don't know what, uh, yeah, she's in like all this crazy outfit. She doesn't have any hair or anything. Yeah, that's probably the Borg version. Okay, okay. And then, uh, yeah, there's like, uh, one where she's in a gray outfit and then one where she's in a blue outfit. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the blue outfit's like the really hard to find one. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm seeing like 25 bucks for the, I'm just looking at the sold listings. 25 bucks for the gray outfit, uh, 30 bucks for the gray outfit, that sort of thing. And then for the blue outfit, 
750 bucks. That seems crazy. And that's sold at the, oh, that's a international one. It, 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 this, I'm, I mean, this is a sold one though. This is not like, oh, this was apparently only available overseas. Mm. This particular one. Okay. So they were, it was only released in Europe and Australia. So this is okay. I think it's a slightly different outfit, but huh. Okay. Here's, here's a blue costume one. It went for 65 bucks, but this is not the apparently rare international ones. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the case is, you got, you got your seven of nine. I finally got a seven of nine. Okay. Good. That's all that matters. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, that's everything I got, uh, this, since we last, uh, talked. So, okay. Very cool. See, now I'm, now you got me going down a well of looking up Toy Fair exclusive figures. <laughs> they they usually go for pretty good prices. I mean, yeah, nothing too crazy. Usually. Yeah. that was actually kind of cool though. That, yeah. Toy, Toy Fair magazine. We've mentioned Toy Fair on the show a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually had, uh, like once a month, they would have a an exclusive figure that you could only get the from them, and it was like you know, like there'd be like Marvel figures and DC figures that you could only get through the magazine. Did you uh, did you have any of these uh, exclusives back in the day from Toy Fair? Mm, no, I don't think so. I uh, I had ordered a couple of the Simpsons exclusive figures. Back in the day, um, there was a. This was geez, uh, it was yeah, it was Playmates. Playmates uh, was had was producing Simpsons figures back in the day, and they had uh, they had a few exclusives. And I got. I'm I'm looking at them right now, and I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I got all of them. I think I may have. There was a uh, Homer in his radiation suit that was a glow in the dark figure. Uh, there was Mo in his bowling outfit. There was Mr. Burns in his bowling outfit. Uh, there was Boxing Homer. There was the uh, comic book guy wearing the Bimon Sci-Fi Con shirt. <laughs> and then uh, Barney as a member of the B-Sharps. I think I had all of those. I may not have had the Barney figure. But uh, some somewhere, somewhere in storage right now is a bunch of those exclusive figures. Cool. Yeah, those seem to be going for. What are those going for? Eh, Twenty five bucks. Oh, geez. Oh, there were more exclusives. Those, a couple of like stone cutters. Mo and Lenny is uh, stone cutters. I do not believe I had those. So. Comic book guy you can get for under 10 bucks. Pretty cheap. Nice. B-sharp Apu. Jeez, there were a lot of these. I did not realize they had all those. Uh... <laughs> oh, they also did a uh, Futurama figure as well. They had a Leela in her swimsuit, which I have that as well. That looks to be worth about 12 to 15 bucks. So, if you're in the market... For exclusive old Simpsons of Futurama figures, not too expensive. Yep. There you go. I might get that comic book guy. 
it's, it's, it's got his Baimon sci-fi con. Exactly. It's a pretty, 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 uh, <laughs> funny gag. And yeah, like I said, it's not a terribly expensive figure. So there you go. Okay. What did I get? Well, I'll start off with my non Lego thing. How about that? All right. I was at the Toys R Us, my local Toys R Us the other day. And I was just looking around, and I bought a Big Hero 6 figure. Hmm. Yes. I have been... Uh, the, there is a line of, uh, like, I think, four-inch. Yes, four-inch scale uh, Big Hero 6 figures. Uh, you know, they have all the, the main uh, human cast. But I have just been buying the uh, Baymax figures. I have been getting all the Baymax toys. And they have well actually I did buy uh the the lead character kid uh Hiro. Mm-hmm. I did buy Hiro because Hiro's accessory that he comes with is Baymax when he is deflated in his little storage. <laughs> I mean uh, you have to be Baymax complete. I'm Baymax complete if at a four inch scale. So I wanted to get uh deflated, deactivated Baymax, so I got him. As an accessory, and then you can get uh plain old Baymax, you know, no no armor or anything, and his just his plain old white balloony self. Uh they also have a Baymax figure where he is in his uh interim armor, the initial uh kind of gray armor that Hero 3D prints when he's just uh training Baymax to be a superhero. So I got that, and then of course I got the Final armor version of Baymax, the red armor with the little pop-out wings. And I noticed, I just happened to glance at the shelf, and it caught my eye that, uh, <laughs> like Transformers, uh, Big Hero 6 is not immune to the black repaints. They are doing stealth, quote-unquote, versions <laughs> of, like, all the characters... <laughs> So it's like, you know, you have Hero with black armor and like, uh, what was the, like, what was it? Honey Lemon? Was that the, the girl, the like scrawny chick in the movie? Like she, her, she's in all black armor and stuff. So they're doing black repaints of all these characters. And sure enough, they did a, a black armored version of Baymax. Nemesis Baymax. Nemesis Baymax. <laughs> Why did that not click with... Why did I not think? Why did my mind not go straight to Nemesis Baymax? But yes, that's exactly what it is. He's, uh, he is, uh, you know, black armor. Uh, his midsection is purple. And he, uh, has, like, red highlights on the armor. Hmm. So, I had to get, uh, well, I got Nemesis Baymax. There you go. So, how could I resist? Got to stay Baymax complete. So, if you're in the market for for uh, dark and edgy versions of your favorite Big Hero 6 characters, they are out there now. Uh, the other stuff I got this week was... Lego Dimensions! The penultimate batch of add-on sets for Lego Dimensions was released the other day. At least as far as stuff that's been announced. Uh, there's a couple more sets coming out in May, but, uh, mid-March was the, uh, 
second to last group of of add-on sets and I got them all because I am a chump. <laughs> you have all the Lego Dimension sets. I I do. I confessed this to you the other day. I didn't even plan to do it. And I totally made fun of you back in the day when you were like, "Oh, I I pre-ordered the game and I pre-ordered all the sets." And I was like, "You are a fool." Because do you really need all those Chima and Ninjago sets? And you were like, I don't care. I'm getting them anyway. And then you ended up canceling everything. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up buying all of them. <laughs> now, in my defense, many of them, most of them, were picked up on the cheap. Because uh, there's a lot of sales happening. Oh, yeah. All the time. On, on Lego Dimension, uh, not necessarily the base game. But on all the little fun packs and stuff like that, you can get them very, very frequently for like half off. You know, there's buy one, get one half off sales. Other times, just, you know, instead of being 15 bucks, they're 750. So when I would see a sale like that, I would, I would pick up a set just to get it cheap. And then I realized the other day, holy crap, I have like all the Lego Dimension sets. Uh, to my shame. But, uh, but I still have all of them because I got the four sets that came out. Uh, what came out? I hear you cry. Well, three fun packs, which are the sets that include a minifigure and a vehicle for them. Uh, two of them are DC Comics themed. I got the Superman set, which comes with Superman minifigure, of course, mm-hmm. and the Hover Pod vehicle. What is the Hover Pod? Uh, for when Superman needs a ship to fly around in. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like the Flash having a motorcycle. I guess. <laughs> you know, when Superman needs to go slower and not be able to go to as many places. When Superman feels the need to get around and just be confined to the road as opposed to uh to being able to just fly anywhere. He hops in his hover pod. It's just a little red and blue Superman color flying vehicle, whatever, you know, there's, I, it's, it's just a little spaceshipy looking thing. Should have been his, uh, shuttle that he was in when he was a baby. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that would have been cooler. That actually would have been cool. So, and then you can rebuild it into, you know, whatever other little vehicles. I don't know. I haven't really messed with it much yet. But you got a Superman, so that's cool. But I got a Superman. Yeah, I wanted to, basically I wanted to get Superman to play in the game, so now I have him. Uh on the DC front, I also got Aquaman who comes with the Aqua Watercraft vehicle. Uh which is is just a little Aqua Watercraft, which I discovered uh when I brought it into the game, uh you really need to use it in water. <laughs> I actually posted a, a, I captured a quick clip of it and put it up on Twitter. If you, at Whimsical Phil, there is a brief little clip of Aquaman hopping into his aqua watercraft, which he has parked on land. And he says something very dramatic, like, there's no time to lose. And then I jump into the aqua watercraft and it just starts kind of bouncing and thudding around on the ground like a, like a <laughs> fish out of water. Because clearly this is meant is it's meant to be a watercraft, so and there's not really much water in the game. <laughs> so 
So it's, I, I'm just like, I don't know when you would want to use this watercraft. It seems like kind of a useless vehicle. Yeah. I w- it would have been cooler to be a brick-built dolphin. I mean... Ah, uh, see, that would be kind of cool. Granted, again, there's not much water, but, you know, he rides dolphins. That's true. It's not like they there aren't brick-built animal quote-unquote vehicles in this game anyway mm-hmm. you know you have the the flying monkey from wizard of oz you have a brick-built velociraptor from uh, jurassic park so why not a brick-built dolphin or something but whatever now i have aquaman so <laughs> uh slightly more exciting in fact definitely more exciting is the third and final fun pack of this release is Ghostbusters. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Which nets you a minifigure of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Which is pretty great. Even though it's a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man who is as tall as Peter Venkman. <laughs> which is not really movie accurate. But, it was just uh, forced perspective in the movie. <laughs> Turned out Stay Puft was the same size. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you get a little Stay puff, so that's pretty cute. And the, oh, well, hey, speaking of animal brick-built, uh, quote-unquote, vehicles, uh, the vehicle uh, in this set is a terror dog. Oh, cool. Which is awesome. And he actually is pretty cool looking once you get him built. Uh, his, he's got a the couple little uh, of the tiny Mixel ball joints. So he has a posable tail and a posable head, so you can have him in all sorts of kind of cool, snarly poses like the terror dogs have in the movie. So, yeah, it's pretty great. Although it has me, uh, I I don't know if I want to get on a brick link or if I just want to go the lazy route and buy a second one of these packs so I can get uh, two terror dogs. Yeah, you have to have two. I mean, you got to have two terror dogs. So... Yeah, like I said, I don't think any of the pieces are terribly rare or probably expensive if I were to bricklink them. But, uh, yeah, after paying for the shipping and everything, it might just be cheaper for me to just go out and... Well, geez, if you order the Ghostbusters Stay Puft Fun Pack on Amazon right now, it's only seven fifty. Yeah. So. I mean, why not buy it? Jeez. Maybe I should just buy it again. Maybe I should just buy another one. Because, yeah, I was all like, eh, you know, it might be a little bit cheaper with uh, with uh, getting on BrickLink. But, you know, you figure BrickLink, you're probably going to be dropping three bucks just for shipping. So by the end, you're only saving, you know, you might only save like a buck or two. Mm-hmm. And then I could probably sell my extra Stay Puft figure. Yeah. I don't really need the figure. There's definitely a market for that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I will, Justin. Maybe I will. <laughs> maybe you are doing that right now. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Just clicked one click order. <laughs> maybe I just did. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> That's taken care of. <laughs> the other day, I bought some uh, stuff off Amazon. I bought the uh, Godzilla movies on Blu-ray. Oh, I saw that. I saw you mentioned that on the Twitter. Yeah, I bought uh, the Millennium series. So, okay, all okay. the Millennium films. Nice. They uh, show up yet? Yep. Awesome. 
I have not watched them yet, but I have seen them before, of course. Right, right. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, excited. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, was it last week we were talking on the show about the uh, Worlds of Power books? Yes. Yes, and uh, we were talking about the what the bases loaded to one is expensive. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked and there was one for like three bucks. Yep. On Half.com or something? Uh, Amazon. Was it Amazon? Yes. Half.com was, like, crazy expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I went ahead and bought it. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm looking right now. Uh, the cheapest the cheapest copy of this book on Amazon at the moment is $83.79, mm-hmm. which is just stupid. Um Although you could buy a new one for two hundred and thirty four dollars. Oh, I mean if you're gonna buy it, go go big or go home is what <laughs> exactly. I say. Exactly. Uh yeah, so I, I, I bought it. Now you have this book, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I saw someone on Twitter commenting that you were probably upset because you were the one who brought it up and then I like sniped the cheap copy. <laughs> 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 but you have it. I have a complete set of Worlds of Power. You books. have it. So yeah. So there we go. Uh, yeah. So I got my. I luckily just you know was able to get a copy for like three or four bucks, and it arrived. And it's. I mean, it's in. It's an. It's, it's in surprisingly decent condition. You know, it's a. It's a little banged up. You know, little shelfware on it, but it is in. Uh, very good condition, all things considered. I mean, these are kids' books, so well, yeah, exactly. they're going to be beat up. Yeah, but I mean, for a. A uh, kids' book that is how many decades old at this point? I'm trying to see uh, when was this copyright 1991. So 25. Jeez, <laughs> don't think about it. This book is a quarter of a century old. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. For a 25 year old children's book, this thing is in great shape. So. uh I'm glad I was able to get it without having to spend like 80 bucks on it Mm -hmm. because I would not get it if it was 80 bucks. And I'm just going to read because people were when I I posted a picture of it on on Twitter and people were like, is that even real? You know, or or what could this possibly be about? Uh, Here is the synopsis from the back of the Worlds of Power Bases Loaded 2 second season book. Play ball. Wow! Your team's going all the way to the World Series. To win, you'll have to outsmart the sneaky owner, Mr. Throttlebottom. He's planning a few dirty tricks to turn you into Major League losers. Can the team save the day? The big game's riding on every pitch. One wrong move and you're out! The complete story of the Nintendo action-adventure game. Which seems like it's kind of stretching the definition of action adventure game. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's what it says. So. I think you do have a new screen name out of that, though, Mister Throttlebottom, Phil Throttlebottom, Phil Throttlebottom. <laughs> Something they used to call me back in college, but for uh, different reasons. Mm. Yeah, no, it's best not to think about it. <laughs> best not think about it. So, well, well, now you can read it. You can read that wonderful story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find out what happens to the uh, big team. I bet, I bet they win. I'm, you know, not to spoil it, but I, I bet they win. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out, though. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Baymax. Oh, wait, I didn't talk about the final Lego thing. Yeah. Jeez, the big one. That's the one I wanted to hear about. Yeah, well, it's it's fine. Anyway, see you next week, folks. No, the final, uh, the final Lego Dimension set is the final level pack that is going to be coming out. Or at least that has been announced. The Midway Arcade Level Pack. So what is this? Okay, so this comes in. Now the level packs give you, it's a, it's a whole new playable world. As you know, there has been a Back to the Future one so far. There is the Ghostbusters one. Uh, there was the Portal one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Midway Arcade Level Pack based on the old Midway Arcade games. Uh, this comes with a, uh, like all the other ones, it comes with a minifigure and two vehicles. Uh, you get Gamer Kid, who is just sort of a, just a, sort of generic gamer dude. Uh, he has a you know, kind of tussled hair and he's wearing some jeans. He's got like a leather jacket. He's wearing a green t-shirt with a little Defender Alien printed on it. And he is holding in his hands, he's holding a coin, uh, which in this case is a nickel, which apparently is all you need to play games at this arcade. You know, at the Nickelodeons. At the, yeah. <laughs> this, this kid is from, from 1914, apparently. And, uh, he is also holding a can of soda. And the vehicles he comes with, he comes with the G6155 Spy Hunter. Nice. Which is the car from the old Spy Hunter arcade machine, which is a great old game. Yep. And he comes with an arcade machine, which is a brick-built arcade cabinet. Uh, in this case, specifically, it is a Defender hmm. cabinet from the old Midway arcade game Defender. Uh, what's kind of nice about this is it uh, comes with, it has a bunch of printed tiles to form the arcade machine. It has a, a printed marquee, which is a one by two tile. That is the, uh, that's, that's when you are looking at an arcade machine, there is the uh, little lit up panel above the screen that typically has the arcade game's name on it. So you have a little tile with the defender name. Has a couple, uh, two by four tiles, uh, that form the side cabinet art, uh, both of which, uh, have the actual cabinet art from the old Defender arcade cabinets, which is pretty awesome. And then a two by two printed tile that has a screenshot of the old Defender arcade machine. Nice. Yeah. So it's, it's actually, it's a really cool little arcade cabinet. Uh, the, uh, joystick is one of the, uh, minifigure microphone, uh, pieces that you have stuck into the cabinet there to mimic the look of a joystick. And yeah, it's pretty great. Um, my, my one complaint about the arcade machine is that it is slightly too big, uh, to be true minifigure scale if you pop it off of its little clear blue Lego Dimensions base and just set it on the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's slightly too tall for a minifigure to stand next to and appear to be holding the joystick and hitting the buttons. Mm -hmm. Uh, just because in the, the game, uh, the way it's used in the game, it is actually treated like a vehicle 
So when you hop on it, as it were, uh, your dude actually hangs onto the joystick and then sort of puts his, like, braces his feet against it and then sort of hops around on the machine. So it's, it's, you know, you can kind of mimic that look on it, but, uh, if you want to use this particular arcade machine cabinet build to populate your Lego world, if you want to maybe put some arcade cabinets in with your modulars or something, you'll have to sort of modify the base to, to lower the machine a bit, mm. which you can do certainly, but no sale, you know, whatever. So yeah, this is, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. And I, I, you know, when I, when I heard about this, I, I first thought, well, that's weird that they're doing midway arcade. Cause I mean, that's, it's, it's not like something like Ghostbusters or, or Scooby-Doo where it's, you know, you have sort of a, a, a library of well-known characters and a well-known world that they inhabit that you can go through. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, okay, so I, I mean, I know Midway Arcade games, you know, Spy Hunter and Robotron and Gauntlet and things like that, but it's not like, you know, who, oh, you know, that, that beloved world of Super Sprint that who wouldn't want to go hang out there and run around that level? You know what I mean? So I, I wasn't sure how they would do it. And then recently I found out just a couple days ago before this thing was released that this actually, the set actually includes over 20 of the old arcade games, hmm. which I, I guess is not really new news. Cause if you look at the, the box art for the level pack, it actually says right there on the front over 20 classic arcade games. <laughs> I guess I just didn't really pay attention to it. So when I, I saw an, an interview on like brick fan, I think, uh, the, the brick fan website, there was an interview with one of the producers or something of the game. And he was like, Oh yeah, there's all these, you, know, you can play rampage and joust and stuff. And I was just like, Whoa, that's actually kind of cool. And they're the original arcade version. It's not like they're Lego fied or anything like that. It's, it's just the actual like running through an emulator. Uh, so the way it works is, you know, obviously there's the, the midway, little adventure world that's in the game that you can unlock by using the gamer kid character. But uh, the actual new game level that is unlocked with the level pack, uh, your character goes, uh, it starts off, you're in an arcade and you know, it's just, it's just like a regular Lego dimensions level set in an arcade and you uh, go around and you're just smashing things as you do earning studs. Uh, but every now and again, you will smash, uh, and build a, a, uh, basically a small section of wall that has like, uh, some of the old arcade titles, like the marquees kind of slapped on it. So it'll just be like a, a little wall section that has rampage and gauntlet and stuff slapped on it. And that is a special, arcade cabinet interface wall. And they show up in the regular game as well. If you play through the main story mode, there's a chance you may have encountered one of these arcade cabinet interfaces already, but you just had no way of interacting with them. 
because this particular set wasn't out. And when you see one of those walls, uh, you pop your arcade machine on onto your base and the little defender machine appears and then you hop on it and you ride it over and you plug it into that wall section. And then what it does is it unlocks a arcade machine. So once you, you know, once you connect your Lego arcade machine into the wall, suddenly it's like, Oh, now you can play gauntlet on here. And in this particular, uh, midway arcade level in order to progress through to the end of the stage, you actually have to play these old games and you have uh, goals that you have to reach. Hmm. And they're not, they're not really difficult goals, uh, but it's like, you know, Oh, play, uh, well, what is it? The first game that you play is uh, Spy Hunter. And you have to play Spy Hunter and you need to reach a... Yeah, I forget exactly what score, but you have to get 2,000 points, let's say, in Spy Hunter. And so you start up playing Spy Hunter and that just it is. It's, it loads up the old arcade version of Spy Hunter and you play it. And when you get to 2,000 points, a little victory screen pops up and it says, you know, do you want to continue playing this game? Or you can just go back out and continue the story mode. And if you continue playing the game, there are higher level goals that you can get. You know, there's like a bronze, silver, and gold medal you can earn for for achieving higher, more difficult, more difficult goals in the game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, whenever you want, you can just you quit out of the game, and it pops you back into the story mode. And actually, uh, you earn studs in the, in the game based on your performance. So if you, once you get the little bronze medal, you get like 10,000 studs or something like that. But if you get like the gold medal, you may get like 50,000 studs. So you, you know, it's a, it's a nice way to get a lot of money pretty quickly if you're good at these old arcade games. And you actually have to go through and, and figure out how to get all of these uh, interface panels to appear and then you plug your arcade machine into it and then you gotta, you know, beat one level in Rampage in order to continue or, you know, earn this many points in Gauntlet or win one race in Super Sprint. So you have to m- meet all of these goals constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout the level, there are little kind of nods to the old games. Like at, at one point, there's a, uh, one of the, evil robots from Robotron wandering around the level and you have to find a way to defeat him in order to get the arcade access panel to appear. And in one room, there will be a knight riding around on an ostrich and you have to find out a a way to defeat him in order to progress and that sort of thing. So there's little nods to, to the old midway arcade games in that sense. And, um, at one point, uh, that you actually, you can find a secret area that looks like the old Paperboy arcade game. Like the camera's at that kind of, uh, diagonal, uh, isometric point of view. And it's, it's, it's actually set up like the streets from Paperboy, but with houses made of Lego and stuff like that. And there's, you know, little Paperboy riding around on a bike and lawnmowers trying to kill you and stuff like that. So. There's actually some some pretty cool little nods to that sort of thing. And then what happens is, as you go through the game, 
uh, both the midway level pack level and then the basic story mode as you unlock the uh, the arcade panels in those story modes. Once you go into the midway arcade kind of adventure level, the sort of free roaming sandboxy midway arcade level, mm-hmm. uh, you can play all the arcade games that you've unlocked there whenever you want. Cool. Yeah. So, so that's what it is. Yeah. It sounded a little bit like NES remix, but then you can actually play through the whole game or the play more of the game. Yeah. It actually has like the full, it's the full arcade games. It's not like, yeah. I mean, yeah, while you're playing through the, the story mode, they, they do give you the, you know, the, the kind of NES remix. Here's a goal you need to accomplish, but then. Once you do, once you finish those goals, it's like, yeah, go ahead and finish playing the game as much as you want. So, yeah, so it's not like it's just a chunk of the game or anything like that. Right. And, uh, the, the gamer kid character, cause you know, all the characters have different abilities. Uh, his, his ability is he has, uh, he can, he can choose all these different abilities based on, uh, the soda that he drinks. So if you, you can tap the circle button and this is on the PS4 pad. If you tap the circle button, he cycles through different powers and the powers are sort of designated by the, uh, color of his soda can changes. And he actually uh, changes shirts with little different icons that represent each of the powers. And then once you get to the power you want by cycling through them, you hold down the circle button, he'll drink his soda, and then you will gain that power for a limited time. And so, uh, like one of the powers is he can shoot lasers from his eyes. Uh, one get, uh, turns him super strong. Like he'll grow in size a little bit and become super strong. Uh, one gives him limited invincibility. And then he has an invisibility as well and super speed. So he's actually got a a pretty decent set of powers uh, that he can choose from. He's a, he's a drug addict. He is. Well, it's soda. It's soda. It's just soda. You know, it gives him a sugar rush, you know, a little, little kind of caffeinated boost. An S-U-G-A-R sugar rush. Hop and then he can hop into his... G sixty one fifty five a spy hunter racing car. It's sugar rush. He's gonna wreck it. He is. He's got his arcade cabinet right there to do it too. See, it all ties in. <laughs> Circle of life. Yeah. So uh, it's a pretty cool level pack. Seems seems cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's certainly unique in that you have all these old uh, arcade games in there. Uh, it's, you know, you get a minifigure with, uh, a, a pretty decent character with some good powers. You get a, a really cool car, a little mini, uh, car to build. And the arcade cabinet is undeniably awesome looking. So it's a, yeah, it's a pretty great level pack. So, so there you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a show. 
Yes. Uh, if you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. At, we're at POA Podcast. Facebook, facebook.com slash point of articulation. Email POAPod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're on iTunes, if you could leave us a review, that'd be great. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.